Hi, I'm Tanisha. And I'm Bernie. And welcome to the It's Too Early for This podcast. Today we have our normal two special guests. Janine Not special no more. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They've been on like three episodes. Not really special guests anymore at this point. We're part of the crew, yo. And today we will be talking about. Wait, no, Trinisha. Wait, no. We'll be talking about Tanique, living Tanique, on the water. Tanique, yeah, Tanique. What are we talking about today, Tanique? Okay. Um. So we're basically going to talk about can we live on the sea or the ocean? So basically, during this discussion, right, we had um two perspective on this situation, the pros and cons. And I believe that um, it's a cons because uh, there's like lots of reasons why it's a bad thing to live on the ocean. So I have a new idea of how we can solve this problem. So what do you guys think? Chan, before you say that idea, can you please talk about like what we talked about in this discussion? Like, do we think living on top of the water is good or bad? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I, I just yeah, but I you said I suggest a different idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I feel like living in this on top of the seat is a bad idea. Like because Why? because there's a bunch of reasons. Because I feel like there's like some people like okay for example right. Um, I remember when during the discussion someone was talking about the tsunami part. Like if there if there was like this tsunami situation, how how would the young kids like survive in those situation, you know? And so that's the reason why I search up a, another way to um, live in a better place in the future. If the if most of the islands are um, sinking, which so is what do you guys think? Which is what. <laughs> Like what? Like like what do you think of your opinion about living on the sea? Okay, well, I, I mean, I think living on the sea is kind of a good and bad thing. Right now, with our current technology, I would say it's a bad thing. Trinisha, what do you want to say? Yeah, I think it's gonna be like more unpredictable because rising sea levels or like tsunamis. Is there such thing as like what's the whirly thing like? In like in the sea, hurricanes. No, no, not oh, like, they're oh, like, they're oh, like, what are they called? Water sprout? No, not water sprout. No, no, sprouts. no. It's the like cyclones. The big, cyclones. Yeah, cyclones. No, no cyclones like, is no. a hurricane. No, cy- you know the thing like that thing like when you like unplug your bathtub and then yeah, you, yeah. Like, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to remember it. Anyways, everyone knows what it okay. is. It's like well, flushing like, the yeah. toilet. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's like unpredictable, and then if you're either floating on the water or you have like like what Augustine I think you mentioned in the discussion in class. Like, it's either you're floating on, like, something that can float, or it's, like, the poles that are holding, that are anchored down to the bottom of the sea and then up to your house. Yeah. It's going to be unpredictable because if the sea level rises, then is your house going to be, is the house that's basically anchored to the bottom of the sea, sea, is that going to be able to Well, that's why. or... That's why nowadays, well, when we when we looked at the video, they're actually thinking of like not not a hybrid, but they're not going to stay to the bottom of the sea just because of the fact that if the sea levels are rising, what's the point of doing that? So what they're actually thinking of is connecting it to the mainland, and then stretching out, right? So the mainland and then the mainland is going out, right? And the houses are connected to those bridges or whatever, 
and then if if this level rises, then the bridge rises as well, right? You just like change the way the platform is. So something like that. I'm not. It's something like that. I have a question. But, I wasn't able to bring up in the discussion. Do you think? Because like we're like if we think of like living on top of the water, we don't automatically assume like the Netherlands, which is the video we watched, but we assume like those like tropical islands, Fiji, Bora Bora, Maldives. Do you think they're going to end up evolving with the new like innovations, or do you think they're just gonna keep whatever they have because that's what's working for them with tourism and also because like i don't want to say it's traditional but like the houses aren't modern and they kind of like are part of the culture in those countries and i, I mean in some ways i don't personally i think that these projects as we know cost a lot of money and i don't think that these small resting places or whatever are going to be as important as keeping people alive right these are just like if we see it from a business side of view this is more of a luxury and having housing is a necessity so like putting houses there unless people actually live there i think they would probably do these because these probably making the bridges making those floating supermarkets that they're talking about and all that those are going to cost a lot of money and i think that's why they're going to group up people in certain areas and the safer areas and then they're going to build things instead of being them randomly mm -hmm. everywhere because those are going to cost a lot more. Yeah, and I, I'd like to talk about something that uh, kind of relates to this topic. So we're talking about sea level rising and there's one type of movie, you might know it, called Star Wars. And over there, there's a planet called Camino. If you don't know what Camino is, it's basically a planet where all of the clones were created. And the reason why I bring up this is because over there, the planet, the history was that it also suffered some type of climate effects that caused the sea levels to rise increasingly fast and submerge even mountains. And so what they did was they created buildings that used poles. They weren't floating on the ocean. They were connected by poles from the ground. And only specific people were allowed to live. So they did natural, not natural selection, just selections who they thought were supposed to live and who they thought should die off so that it would be easier for everyone to just survive with the food rations they had and everything. And also just easier to like determine. So if you were poor, you couldn't live on. If you were rich, boom, you were able to live on. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if we're thinking of living on top of the the ocean, wow. right? How are we so does that mean we have to change our food? Um, like do we have to change our like how do I say this? Like the consume of the food? The, like, not necessarily. Like do yeah. you remember do you remember when we were talking about vertical farms, for example? Yeah. Oh yeah, not, not, not all not all of the plants can be grown or farmed with vertical farms, but most of the necessities like tomatoes, lettuce, and stuff like that, you can grow in vertical farms. No, but how They're expensive though. Okay, then how the hell are we supposed to get meat and those kind of stuff? Okay, you probably think that we could make a meat with like a chemical and all those substances. No, 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 no. Chan, 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 chan. Vertical farming again. You can grow the food for the cows in those farms. And then you but get where were the farms? Oh, yeah, you get a land over the ocean and just 
put the cows there and feed that's, them. You the know food. how that doesn't make sense because uh, you know yeah. how much you know how much land cows need. How much yeah. Land, yeah, land. they need an insane amount of land. They need dirt. They need grass. You can't grow grass. In they the also need like space. Like you can't just crowd all like yeah. fifteen cows into like, one head. Like for these things, I think especially for agriculture and growing food, majority of these things are going to be done probably on whatever is left of land. Yeah. Like they they can't do it anywhere else. Like I think a lot of things like I feel like I don't, like apparently even if all the ice ice melts in the whatever in the in the in the Antarctica and stuff like that, it's not going to increase it high enough for the whole Earth to be covered in water. Obviously, there's some places where obviously they're still going to be fine, but those places are probably going to be mountains and high places like those. And there's no area for cows to grow. I mean, cows to like eat. There's no grass, things like that. Right. So. I, I don't know what what do you guys think like if if it ends up right the water rising all the way to that like yeah. height what would happen to like all this products because the fit the 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 ocean's not gonna feed eight billion people yeah it's gonna be we're already overfishing anyways and then in like a couple of years yeah so i i would i would like to first talk about uh economy wise if this were to happen all of the factories and all of our, let's say, growing developments, you know, with technological developments and so on and so far, will be stunned. I think permanently, we won't be able to progress. We'd always be trying to survive and trying to just find a way to, you know, make food and also let people live. And so if everything you said, Augustine, were to happen, then I'm pretty sure the only solution would be either A, making everyone vegetarians. Like if you watch Interstellar, everyone ended up in that movie eating corn because that was the only thing that was able to grow during that time with some sort of proteins and stuff like that as well on the side. I would insane if I had to eat corn for the by, by then, I think by then, let's be honest, I think that either the human race is gone like they, by then, people are obviously good. There's going to be civil wars by then. Everyone's going to die. There's going to be a war. And if not, people are already on planets. Do you, do you I think, don't think that's ever going to... Like, I don't think our, our race is going to even let that happen. Either there's going to be war or there's just going to be us moving to Mars or something. I, I don't know. Okay, but do you think... What do you think, Chini? No, wait, I have a question. Do you think urbanization kind of is a disadvantage now? Because... Most of Jakarta, which is sinking, is like now they're like cities with big buildings, highways, and stuff. And there's like less land that is used for agriculture. So, because we urbanized like a lot of the land here, do you think that was a disadvantage? If the because we were talking about how like they, we we won't have enough land for our animals to like roam free, eat, and like be be like produced so we don't have land for that because now it's just office buildings highways motorways stuff like that do you think that was a like that was a bad thing to do and if we are able to like come back from that what do we do okay wait i have to say something just give me a second i just looked something up and apparently at this rate and even if it becomes higher the ice is all the ice in Antarctica is going to melt in 5,000 years, right? We're only at 2020 and we've made such high developments that I don't even think that, like, I think that living on Mars will probably be 
oh shoot, a uh, double by like, I don't know, 500, 2000 years. Okay, but we can't rely on that though. Well, that's kind of, we have to rely on that. Where are we going to live? Yeah, but like I'm just saying, we can't rely on that. We can't be like, oh, it's okay. It's not a big problem for us because at that at that point, we might be able to live on Mars. No, wait, but, wait, but before how, that, wait. before that, Netherlands is underwater, Jakarta's underwater, Bangkok's underwater, a lot of like New York, LA, all these places are already going to be probably underwater. So they're already going to have to make some kind of adjustments around the world anyways with these. Uh, I think this is a good option for the near future, obviously. Dude, so we have all of this plan, right? But if this all costs lots of money, what would the poor people do, though? Like, what, where, where would they go, honestly? That, that is what I was trying yeah. to mention before about the story of Star Wars Camino. Basically, what would happen is it won't be like, you know, 50% of poor people, 50% of rich people will get to live on. No, it's if you have the money, you're okay. If you don't have money, goodbye, yeah. say goodbye to your children, your family. You're yeah. not going to go on it. But th- isn't that unfair, though? Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's it what is I'm unfair. It's on the, if on you the, were born the, poor, then you cannot okay, then live what, okay, anymore. Then, then what's the point of government and president, bro? Like, that's why. There will be a lot of civil fights. There will be a lot of civil yeah, war. Governments will break down. The, the government can't just give out money to the poor people so that they can survive. Like, it's that'll break perfect. the economy. If, there's an economy. If factories for... cannot increase, if produce cannot go on, economy will break down. No one is gonna benefit. If everyone is, if everyone is rich, who's gonna want to work? Exactly. No one's gonna want to work, and nothing's gonna work, Rich. And there's a reason so why there's a anarchy. So you're saying that you kill a bunch of people, yeah? I don't want them to kill. I want, Chen, I want you're not killing. It's just that it's you're surviving. Selection. It's natural selection. You're not Chen, gonna kill them. Chen, it's just Chen. that you were born lucky Chen, enough. Either way, either way, if the government benefited enough. Chen, either way, if the government gives the poor people money, like it says on this website, commercial constructions renovation. It says here at the bottom, it will be inflated property costs. Even if the government gave these people these like overwater houses, they'd still have to pay rent. And hey, rent's going to be expensive because they're going to have to compensate for the water, um, renewing the building itself when it gets like, when it gets like damaged from like water or like rust, which is going to be a great what's the word gonna be a great like precaution no precaution because like if there's like one little bit on that floating death trap that's like broken or has a hole the building might just sink and then also uh i don't really remember now the discussion i think augustin was trying to say he brought up something about mars can you quickly repeat that no i just said that at the end of the day, our like we're we already, I don't I don't swear on the but like we already like destroyed the earth and at this point we like scientists have already said it's impossible to reverse what we've done but it's able we're able to slow it down to give us time to actually move out of earth that's the only option like everything just leads to going to Mars or another planet at the end of the day the ocean's going to rise right mm. and. And like what an, an ice age is not going to happen, right? Think, so, but it's then, better for scientists to. So, the, like, like living on the sea is just, it's just a way to survive longer, okay, a way but, to sustain ourselves before that happens. Okay, so you're saying like, so are we saying that scientists should, you know, like, 
not scientists, but like, should people care more about trying to find a way to get to Mars rather than like finding a way to not drown? But then at the same time, listen, if you go to Mars, good for you. What are you gonna do there? You don't have oxygen. You don't have places to actually grow any type of produce. And not only that, but uh, there's a lot of terrible storms there that make it super unhabitable. I get that. Yeah, like, unhabitable. I feel like you, at that point, I feel like they'll be able to find a way to like make like a oxygen dome or something to make like a little dome. Yeah, but then how are you going to terraform oxygen? the whole planet to benefit it enough yeah, that's, so that's, we can live in it? That's exactly like the Mars doesn't have an atmosphere. Mars does not have living grounds. The only thing they found are bacteria and the bacteria that they found were already dead and frozen. But that's the question I'm asking though, Bernie. Should scientists pay more attention to finding a way to get us to Mars and be able to live on Mars? Or should scientists focus on finding a way for us to live on top of the water and not like- I, I, think, I think the most important bit is not to think about trying to escape from this planet to the next one. It should be trying to fix this planet because if, if we try to go to Mars, for example, and let's let's just say it works, and then we continue what we did before. No, but we the future, learned, but maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just continue what we did. Dude, we won't be able. We won't to fix like. We won't be able to fix the earth yeah. like it's already too far on like people have already said like we should have stopped a lot like a, a, lo a long time ago but it's too late right no none of the governments are listening and now they are but it's a bit too late right like all the governments are adding these rules and stuff like i'm in econ i'm learning about like these rules about reducing co2 and stuff like they're not they're working but not really you know either way if they Im implement laws like we already know the law with plastic remember they added like a more tax with plastic if you want to use a plastic bag you have to pay more and people still but, use it right yeah no people still do it people well people who have money just pay more because they can okay but what about this what about this the issue right now is not necessarily emissions because we've already passed that point where like augustine said emissions don't really help whereas we've already doomed the yeah. planet then let's just say, what if scientists think of something else that could, I don't know, let's say, let's say they create a giant filter or they create a type of bacteria that attacks CO2 Why would in the air. attack the CO2? Because it's bad. <laughs> it would attack the CO2 and take, it, take out the carbon bond with the hydrogen and just give out hydrogen and consume the carbon to grow. And therefore emissions in the sky would reduce, uh, I mean, not emissions, but the CO2 concentration in the sky would reduce and therefore greenhouse gases would reduce and therefore our temperature would limit because all of the infrared light that's been locked in our earth can finally find a way to escape making the temperature. Yeah, but cooler. let's just say, right, that that works. We switch to electricity, CO2's killed, you know, we're kind of, you know, it's not melting anymore. so sea levels aren't rising like there are so many other problems we are consuming we're consumers we can't stop consuming we always want we always want more right at the end of the you know apparently sand is running out and that's what you make buildings roads everything infrastructure is related to sand and it's running out 
and that's not and that's just that's not only one of them right with these things running out that's like the earth the, uh, the population is only going to increase and the problems are only going to and, get worse and like the solutions like for example like with electricity instead of burning fossil fuels or whatever solar power like we have solar panels we can get solar power or like or, solar panels aren't that efficient anymore i know yeah but so like that was the solution everyone thought like solar solar panels are going to make it make them let more sustainable but again expensive and not efficient yeah so i was actually thinking this is a little project I had a long time ago, but then I'll, I'll just say it now, just because we brought it up. You know how there's this type of solar panel uh, design where they try to reflect all types of light into one dome, which is just one massive solar panel. Like you see many of those in Spain. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Basically, like they have a dish? lot of mirrors. No, no, not a satellite dish. They just have a lot of solar panels on a floor that's curved, so they all hit one point. And that point is so hot, it melts metal. But then it also can conduct a lot of electricity because it's one tough solar panel that just absorbs all of the light and uses it to, uh, how do you say? Uh, gosh, what, what's that word? Basically, it allows the ions to move, thus making electricity. Okay, but the thing is, Bernie, again, cost. It's not that expensive. Is it not? No. I mean, the it's, solar more, panel expensive. Is, it's panel is more expensive, expensive than just placing a solar panel. But then if you think of it, it can even create a lot of electricity during night because that's how efficient it is with moonlight as well. It is more expensive than making a solar panel because yeah. you have to build a tower and you also need to buy a lot of mirrors. Yeah, exactly. And then you're also going to need a person to always spray the mirrors. And not only that, but there's also been several cases where birds were dumb enough to go on top of the roof, uh, on top of the tower, and they kind of became KFC after that. Um, KFC, I like that. But anyways, my idea was this. Light itself is a wave right and the only time when light stops being light is when it's absorbed by a type of element so here here's here's what i'm trying to say you know how there's all of those ideas for fusion that if we learn how to create a type of fusion reactor we could create unlimited renewable energy what if except for that, we create a tube of a mirror, right? And just shoot a lot of photon light so that it hits all of the mirrors and doesn't lose its energy, but makes heat in the process. And then we can turn that heat into electricity, thus creating a somewhat less efficient than fusion, electricity core type of thing. I watched it on YouTube. Same. I forgot. I, I forgot. I forgot. Wait, what? Dude, that's so confusing. Said, I did not understand anything. I didn't understand. For the past 15, 10 minutes, you've been ranting about something. Basically, make a tube of mirror, a, a tube out of mirrors. Yeah. Put light in there where light will always bounce out of mirrors and won't lose its energy. So it's yeah. always hitting the mirrors. Okay. That will create heat. 
because it'll heat up all of the surrounding electrons. Uh, I mean, elements. Yeah, and, and then- from that heat, we just use it to let's say boil water, and with the steam of the water, we generate electricity. But like, isn't isn't that also gonna? Yeah, okay, okay. But I mean, like, that's kind of far fetched. But yeah. so, Bernie, you're trying to say that you um staying on the Earth is the best idea, right? If we cannot survive in Earth, why should we try to look for other planets to destroy? Well, we're that's not gonna true. destroy and them. Like, right, but... Even if we, for example, go to Mars, then scientists, if something hap- if something goes wrong again, we like overpopulate. Scientists are gonna have to start from scratch, figure out how to get rid of more people. Wait, I, 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 I'll just say this right now: there is no scratch. Mars is scientifically speaking the only other planet we can go to. Because it's right on that zone where it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Every Wait, other Earth's planet smaller than uh, Mars. They're both or... the same, more or less. Then... Mars is cooler than Earth because it's further away. Then why would they? Then why would they overpopulate though? Uh, because we're Mars curious. is like because... five times bigger than the Earth. Yeah, then there was. I'm just saying, because like eventually, because we over. I mean, at one point we're gonna be like, oh, it's not. We're not gonna overpopulate. Earth's big enough to fit everyone, and then now overpopulation's a thing. So yeah, but because look at it like this. Look at it like this. We're like an exponential growth. With one person, I mean, with two people, we can create. Uh, I cannot English. With two people, we can create three children. Out of those three children, they can create three children. Out of those three children, they can create three right. children. So we do the one-child policy then. But then people won't like that. Look at China. Yeah. With the one-child policy, they killed all of the females to have males instead. And then that caused the population to decrease too much. But that's a good thing. No, it's not, Chad. Not really. Wait. Now look what? at Japan. Japan has the problems where no one wants to have a baby anymore. Yeah, but... If you put something... It's, it's like when your mom tells you to wash the dishes. You might already want to wash the dishes, but then when your mom tells you to, you don't want to do it anymore. People kind of have the mindset where when they're told to do something, they, they want to do, do the opposite. It's like, it's like, again, with, again, like the examples in China, they say only one baby, people want to have more. In Japan, people are like, hey, you need to have more babies. You need to start having a family. Japan's like, no. And also Wait. when you talk to governments, telling them to stop emissions, they don't care. They'll still do it. I actually am wrong. Uh, Mars is like half of Earth. Oh, what? Yeah, the? I, I was thinking on what yeah, you said. It made no sense. Yeah, so actually, it's not that big. Exactly. Dude, but, then, wait, but okay, we have around 7 billion people around the Earth, right? Yeah. Is it 50 yeah. 50 poor and rich? No. No. Haven't, haven't you it's watched like 20%. All the Dollar Street? Wait, 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 wait. It's like, wait. like it's most like, of most of our population only earns two dollars every day. It's like seventy okay, percent so poor. Okay, so in your it's like seventy. Seventy percent of the earth is poor, and there's only one percent of all of the population who are rich. So we're like, so we're the one per. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, no, we're, not, we're not the one percent. We're not one rich. By rich, I mean like you have Very at least one billion dollars. And by rich, account. we mean like. Elon Musk, really Jeff Bezos. Okay, but how, okay, how about us then? Are we in like the middle then? Middle We're like the top 20. 
We're like, Top yeah, 20. we're like somewhere in the middle. Okay, so in the percentage sign, yeah, where are we? Are we in like the... It doesn't matter. We don't know the percentage, yeah, but we're just matter. saying that like at least three-fourths of the Earth is poor. Yeah, okay, but you told me that Mars is half smaller than the Earth, right? So Something like so that. Are you saying like we split half and half, split all the poor people there, rich people? No, have all yeah, the that's, poor yeah, people that's what on I'm Earth. Saying. But that's not going to work. If, Chen, if all the rich people live in one in one one planet... Who's going to work? And not only that, but if you separate the rich with the poor, then the poor are going to be rich and the rich are going to be rich as well. Basically, yeah. everyone's equal. Chen, they have to, they're not going to do it like, like, I, I don't know how it works, but I don't think this has anything to do with water and living on the water. So yeah. I think we should probably bring it back to living on the okay. water. To bring it back, what about transportation? We already have. We were already talking. About I was. That. I was thinking about okay, that during the discussion. Yeah. And. About CO2 trends, uh, and I think right? there's a huge problem. Exactly. No, because remember, I was. I mentioned like, oh, it's, people are gonna switch out their cars and motorcycles for jet skis and speedboats, and then Sammy was like, oh no. Those but don't fuel. work long run. Yeah. So I, I kind of quickly want to talk about what Sammy said. Sammy, first off, we're not pointing fingers at anyone. What? They said in the discussion was good but one thing that sammy said was that it wouldn't be a good idea because of the lithium batteries are rare to get right not that but she then, was like saying how like if we were putting in gas in our jet skis and like a little bit of like the oil or the gas goes into the water then we're polluting the water oh okay well, I'm just saying there's electric jet skis you can make. And also not only that, but then you don't necessarily like, need to like, rely on. I was like, we yeah, have electric that's cars. what you were saying. And then, and then that's why she said that it's not a good idea because the batteries are rare to make. But that's where I wanted to talk into, but I couldn't because it was already too late, where there's such things as sodium batteries, sodium chloride batteries. Basically, most batteries are more efficient with sodium. It's only the problem with recharging. They take a longer time to recharge. That's why they're not ideal with phones. Huh? But yeah. they do exist. They're less reactive than lithium. Yeah, but, but the they require more space. I so mean that slim jet ski you would have might have a really large backside. I mean, that's but then it'll still be efficient. As long as it can yeah, and you get, get sodium. Point point you get point. sodium from the ocean. Sodium is in the ocean. You no, have I just large as as my chance ton of sodium from point A to point B. I, don't I think care if it I think like stuff. even now, even now they're thinking like the best way to travel and the, the like the least pollutant way to travel is with trains, like under underground trains. They're the fastest. Mm -hmm. They're the cheapest, yeah. and then the easiest to use. And they have they can bring in so many people. Isn't that like gonna make the train station in the top of the ocean? Uh, that's why I'm saying, no, like, we can't the, really do that. Because like, look at it this way. How about we have the trains in the bottom of the ocean, and then we have elevators that just go down there. How about how about we're, we live under the ground and then put the train station at the top? Under the ground? Yeah. We're talking about underwater. Huh? You mean underwater so or underground? We under live ground? underwater. Because so the, the, but then, Chad, we, 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 need, we need light. We need yeah, to I know. So have sunlight. Produce the light inside the uh, inside the dorm. Okay, but that means, but Chan, that means we would have to live someplace that's shallow. Yeah. What about the coral? 
that mean, yeah. But then... if, we, if we build communities, <laughs> if we build communities underwater, we're kind of invading eco, we're invading the coral reefs and other ecosystems down there, as well as if we build neighborhoods or communities above the water that we're blocking sunlight for the coral reefs. So either you, way, it's a bad but, idea. Right. But you guys told me that it's all about surviving, right? So we don't. Give up. Yeah, I, Trinish, I think in this point. Shanique is correct. So if we don't, if it's about surviving, yeah. we shouldn't care about anyone else but our own. But okay, let's be honest, right? If if the water keeps on rising, instead of living and, and and we say right, living on top, it's like on shake, it's like shakes and and stuff. Like let's just say, look at majority of the beaches, corals are gonna die soon. I don't think there's gonna be much corals left around the reefs, right? Yeah. Like there might be coral underwater and stuff for sure, but on the reefs, they're all gonna die from heat. And like when you go to the beach, it's just blank white sand like for miles. That's true. Right. So that's where we can build. And even if the water increases, like like I don't know, we build what we build like our buildings on the sand or whatever. And there's even like reservoirs that they make like in like uh, what are they called? Like I always forget. But like if like land makes like a small gulf or whatever, like remember I talked about like if they made those walls close. Right. Oh, like in the Maldives, how like they had that. Uh, yeah, that. in the Netherlands, uh, they had those big walls that would like block in yeah, like the, uh, the water that. to yeah. prevent it from flooding. It's like similar things that we could do, but like in specific areas, and we could just take out the I don't know, take out the water or something, and then that whole area could be like quite deep, and you could make houses and what. Actually, that make actually that doesn't make sense. But wait, I I, I just got an idea from that idea. Yeah, go for it. And this is just me thinking. Yeah. Though. But water itself is hydrogen and oxygen, right? You want us to b b grow limbs? I mean, grow gills? No, 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 no. Let's no, go no, Harry no, Potter no. style. No, no. Harry no. Potter style, baby. And over the this is my leaves. idea. First, first, look at hydrogen. Highly flammable, and it is a good source of fuel because when you burn hydrogen, you still have hydrogen. Well, no, you don't have hydrogen anymore. I don't know what's the end result. Carbon. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is. It's oxygen, something we need to breathe. Yeah. And it's hydrogen, something we could make fuel out of. Yeah. And there are ways to turn water just into those two elements with electricity. Yep. So maybe we could have a factory that just takes gallons of water and separates them into their two compounds, hydrogen and oxygen. And then we can use hydrogen for our fuels and oxygen for the air, and therefore we would have less water. How are we going to make the factory underground? I mean, under the water or the top? They don't have to. We just have pipes can make it right now. This we is can, we can have it now. Yeah, this is to like take out water. They just put, pipes, lines, they just factory, put pipes in the water, you know. If we build this factory, that means the rising sea levels at least like not is that even possible like though to take out the hydrogen molecules and the water yeah, molecules? it's called electrolysis but if, what, what if they can do it oh we can we're already doing it we're already doing it but as experiments in labs because it does require a lot of voltage and we use the wall plugs to just separate a little bit of hydrogen and oxygen from water again money so let's say you want to remove one liter of water with just wall power. It would take a good two days, three days. And not only that, but then after that, after that, 
the rods you use, the iron rods, will just start to rust because it's water and electrolysis, and you're having oxygen play with iron. You like biology, don't you, Bernie? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's why I do bio and chem, and that's why I'm pursuing biochem engineering. So, Bernie, if you end up finding a solution to stop rising sea levels, then... You can, be our future, you can be our future Greta Thunberg. Dude, I have a question. This might be a, like some stupid question. It's not going to be a stupid question. Hey, all, all questions are allowed to be asked. Okay. Unless they're from you. I'm just kidding. Hey. <laughs> hey. So our topic is something that we have to live on the top of the ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah. My biggest concern right now is the animals. Which animals? Sharks. Land animals? Sharks. Sharks. Why? Dude, like, we don't and know. A shark is not going to jump into Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. If, if you're saying sharks because you watch, like, something like Jaws, let me tell you right now, that's all fake. Sharks do not attack humans. They run away. They only attack as a last result. Just like how we said And Chan, last most result. sharks don't live in deep. They live They live in really far in the ocean. These seahouses are on the sharks. The small sharks that you're going to see are going to be reef sharks that yeah. literally, they will just bite you and you're done. They won't chat. bite you. They're That's not it. biting you. They don't bite exactly. you. Last resort though. It will be a last resort. So the, mo the most they could do is just bite you and then run away. Swim away. That's shark. what all sharks do though. But what was something else so you, what are you afraid of? worried about? Okay, one more thing. Instead of robbers, it's sharks. If, if this, okay, <laughs> if the water <laughs> rises, right? If the water rises, yeah. how would the... I don't know. I don't know if it's ecosystem or the society of animals, like the yeah, IQ system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how would that work? Because imagine if that happens, right? If the water rises, how would we? Because without like bees, we you know we can't live, right? No, that's not a. That doesn't make. No, but, no, well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like bees are like actually a big part of a um, like mm -hmm. thing in a life. So if they, if like how do I say it get extinct from the water rises oh. how are we supposed to like okay I, I'll, I'll quickly tell you now when water rises if you saw the video it's not gonna submerge all of the world it's only yeah. gonna mostly take out cities it's gonna take out cities that are Cor around the around the coast and not only that but Chan if you look at it 30% of the world's oxygen comes actually from the ocean from algae that don't need freeze to reproduce they just reproduce by sending out their seeds in the ocean and let the tidal waves hit the other algae okay wait okay one more question yeah if if we live in the top of the ocean right mm -hmm. how are we going to remove waste management like how are we going to do the waste management because I think it's going to be harder give it to the fish no, no because if we if we throw it in harder. the ocean it's going to get polluted and then later on it's going to be worse and then we might not be able to live in the ocean too. It's, it's mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I already have something to tell about that. And I'll pull up, pull up the source where I read this. But plastic pollution might be something that we will stop talking about in the next 10 or 20 years. Really? Because they are very close to finally sending out the trash to the. The very the first Mars. type of bacteria that eats plastic. Oh, yes. Let's go. 
parasites. I'll, I'll pull like, up the source where I got it from. But like, I feel like Chance just wants to know like where would we throw our trash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're probably, well probably not everything is plastic, right? Yeah. Okay. So Here. if it's so from the edition.cnn.com, plastic-eating bacteria are the future for removing plastic. A group of German researchers identified the bacteria. Oh God, I cannot say this word. Pseudomonas putidas. They should just name it. They should just name us Jesus. Jesus bacteria. (laughs) So how they work is you have to put the plastic in soil and then put the bacteria in that soil as well, and they'll eat all the plastic. How long does it take though? Okay, but like if if we're living right now, they're expecting to make a whole landfill worth. If they just filled it up with bacteria, it would take a good year or two. Okay, but yeah, that takes a long said, time, my friend. Put it in soil, though, right? You said put it in soil. If we're living yeah. in the water, you have to put all of the trash in, in the, the land. land. Yeah. But how? But how much would it like a year? Like that's a long time. Like you what know are? how much trash we got. Yeah, but then bacteria is beautiful because you know how much bacteria you can create. About, you can probably create more bacteria than you can create trash. What about human waste? Where would that go? Oh, uh, in the ocean, like the we've f- been doing it for the past few years. No, but dude, then, dude, then it can actually like impact a lot. And it, yeah. no, imagine eight billion people shitting in the sea every day. Yeah. Okay. Then how the hell are we gonna eat seafood too? I feel like if we live. Chan, Chan, Chan! Wait, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> Let, I, I gotta tell you, we've been doing this for a long time. All of our human dump goes in the ocean and gets filtered. And our filtered. plastic too, like fish eat no, but plastic. So our, our, our manure becomes the manure they can use for farming. And yeah, our urine every fish you've gets been eating, out. Every fish you've been eating, it might just be your poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel I'm about that? I'm not kidding. That? It's been happening like that for so many years. That's also... Kind of water pollution until they filter it out and make it. I don't eat fish. You know, but the thing is that if we live in the top of the ocean, our key food will be seafood, right? Mm -hmm. Most likely. So if we impact the water or pollute it, then. Chan, 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 wait, 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 Chan. We still have pipes, man. Just because we live on the top of the ocean doesn't mean we cannot it's create pipes. It's going to be direct hole into the, into the we, ocean. We can make floating that. pipes that just go into inland and get filtered and then go back in the ocean. Or we can just make direct pipes to go into land because we won't be living there anymore. So we can just create a mountain of poop. I have a question. Okay, yeah. so because now we live on the water and we have much easier access to fish, would that put fishing and the fishing industry out of business because that no. would be for ourselves yeah but then that means we're losing that that means we're getting rid of jobs that people might need to survive yeah but that's life i know but like okay so like if we because like i know like some governments will probably prioritize creating more jobs for people that can't afford it so do you think they're going to put like a ban on like fishing? Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Shannon, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of confused what you guys said. Can you like, okay, so we're saying how like now that you can fish on your own. Yeah. 
do you think the government will have like a law about fishing because that will be putting don't they already have not i meant like because like no. we're putting technically if we can fish for ourselves we're putting the fishing industry out of business no, but, but why that would... provides jobs for those who are less fortunate no, but why... put in laws just to why... make sure that like people can still have jobs when we're living on these like floating death traps dude but why would you freaking fish by yourself there might be someone who who might be working for it in the top of the ocean i know but like you can fish for yourself you don't have to pay anyone fish, for okay it. but so you're saying you would just rather fish in a, a place where you live right yeah the place where you live is probably f- polluted all around really? so i'll probably ride a and boat the entire ocean's polluted either way you're eating no, but- fish no, but if we specifically live in a one spot area and if we like drop all of the waste to the ocean in that area. We're not dropping the waste into that ocean. There's, Bernie literally just said the pipes. All right, I'll, I'll pull up an no, article that, that mentions kind of how expensive, much. expensive, mate. No, Chad, okay. So there's going to be pipes from your bathroom that lead to the mainland where it filters your poop and waste and put it back in the ocean. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Can I just say right now? <clears throat> Using a rough average of five ounces of poop per person source, per day, consistent about 1.25 ounces of solid matter and 3.75 ounces of water, the daily global load of 284 point, I mean, comma, 871 tons or 258.431,000 metric tons of solids oh wait what no that doesn't basically it says here that we create i'm i'm reading it from ocean health index okay it's trying to say that for every 3.75 ounces of water in the ocean there's five ounces of poo why are we talking about this again because because chanique was saying that why would you want to fish from poop water oh so all of our poop goes into ocean and it actually benefits because bacteria eat that, planktons eat the bacteria, fish eat the planktons, bigger fish eat those, and we eat the bigger fish. Yep. There's always yeah. a bigger yeah. fish. So, so, it does, so it doesn't matter. From, from, from Qui-Gon okay. Jinn and Star Wars. Okay, so Chan, so why are you against fishing from your own home? Because of that reason, if we... Oh, you've been... Do you eat fish, Chan? No, I don't usually eat that. But you have eaten fish. Yeah, I have. Yeah, when so I you didn't shit. Technically, if, if that's what the conclusion is, then if you've eaten fish, then you've most likely eaten some kind of sort, sort all right, of. All right, all right. You didn't necessarily eat poop itself, but you've eaten the same chemicals that used to be in your poop. For example, you still have a lot of carbon in your poop. And that carbon has gone into the fish in which you've ate it again. It's the circle of life. Quote Lion King. So, again, to answer my question, do you guys think there will be a law about fishing from your own home? Maybe, but same time, I'm thinking that like this as well. If we're going to live in the ocean, it's not like we're going to just let the fishes be like that. We're going to most probably create a low ton of fish farms. But they, but they don't work though, because like fish farms do over, work. No, but like 
Yeah, but like people are gonna be greedy and then put like a like hundreds and thousands of fish into one little tiny pen and they're just all gonna end up dying anyways. No, 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 no. I mean like the same amount of land we use for cows, we can use in the ocean for fish. Okay. We so, just, because fish don't need that much of area, they do not get depressed. If anything, they just overfeed. Okay. And we so, can eat fish anytime we want. So to end our discussion, do we think living on the water is worth it or not worth it? Chad, you start. Uh, I feel like it's not worth it. Um, there's a bunch of way we can um, survive in this situation in the future. And as I has mentioned before, I feel like if we're trying to live in the ocean, I feel like living in the bottom of the ocean would be the best one, I guess. So, Pretty, pretty much the same as Chanique. If I have to choose, I think the best way is actually to stay with land. If anything, then underwater and then we can use some type of like mirrors to just reflect the sunlight into the underwater area so we have some sort of light underwater. Augustine? Don't know. What? I'm, I'm confused. Do you, is it worth it living on top of the water? Overall? Yeah. I think that it's like the, like, I think it's the next solution. Like once again, I, like I keep to my first point that we're going to most likely yeah it's going to be temp it's going to be like an alternative for coastal cities right as the water increases until we can find a solution i think it's a good idea but we're gonna it's gonna take time and stuff yeah i well i'm basically agreeing with all of you mother nature is unpredictable it's going to be a really bad investment because it's only going to be temporary so it's not going to be worth it living on top of the water so thanks for listening to this week's podcast um Thanks, Chan and Augustine, for coming on again. No worries. And yes, sir. Yeah, Bernie, do you want to end it? <laughs> yeah, so uh, first off, I would like to just quickly hear all of your links before we cut this off. <laughs> Give me our links. Website. Article links that you were mentioning. Oh, uh, so where, where I got this um, information about yeah. living in the underground, yeah. uh, I mean, on, not underground, on the water is from. In interesting engineering site. Okay. And, and then there's all seven reasons why we should live in the underwater okay. city. Augustine? And then mine was from a website called Shoreline OBX, which is like like a vacation kind of th- website, which they like know a lot about. Like, so they talked a lot about like how living on the water, living near the water, right? There's always like positives about it's healthier or etc. And then there's also problems with like the weather costs uh, maintenance, also privacy, because everyone's going to be close together. Okay, so all these links will be left in the description of this pod, this episode, so you can read it and absorb as much information as we did. And yeah, bye. <laughs>